Hello and welcome to your tagline here. This is a brand new podcast. This is the first episode and also welcome to our brand new studio which we have for this podcast. So you're probably asking what is this podcast all about? Well this podcast is all about people. It's about real people sharing their stories about things that they've done in their life, which will range from really deep and emotional topics like depression or addiction. Um, It will also include really inspiring stories about how people have achieved things that they never dreamt that they could have done. Um, And it's also going to include stories where we can learn something from it, where we can uh, take things and apply it to our own lives uh, to hopefully make our lives better in in some way. Uh, But ultimately, all of the the stories should be entertaining, they're going to be funny, they're going to be sad, um, and really covering all of the uh, emotions on the spectrum. The reason why it's called Your Tagline Here is because each week I'm going to be interviewing a guest, and at the end of that guest's story, I'm going to ask them to provide their tagline for the episode Um, and that tagline will then be the title for the episode and it will be a way of all of us to be able to remember that story so that we can bring back the the key messages so that we can um, have them in our own lives. Now you may have noticed that I'm the only one in the studio today and that's because as it's the first episode I thought it would be good to share my own story and to share a bit of background about me. Um, So my name is Simon Tomlinson, I'm from Birmingham and I am going to be sharing my story about giving up my day job and following my dreams about doing something that I really enjoy doing for a career and I hope that this is going to be an inspiring story for for other people because I know that there's a lot of people out there who are who want to do that themselves or who are in the process of doing that already Um, so I hope that through my story I can help inspire and give you some tips about how to do it yourself. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's get into it. So yeah, I've already introduced myself. Uh, my name is Simon Tomlinson. Uh, my new career that I, I now do is as a full-time freelancer where I do a variety of things, including um, a video producer, a photographer, I do copywriting, um, and I also do podcasting as well. Um, and I'm going to talk about how I got to the place where I am now. So the first question on my list of what I'm going to cover is what was my former career and how did I get into that in the first place? So going back to my my childhood and growing up, I never really knew what it was that I wanted to do when I grew up. Um, I just, I, I went to school, I did my homework, I did what the teachers asked me to do and I, I did all right at school, but I didn't really have a clue what I wanted to do beyond that. I guess probably uh, I might have been wanted to be a footballer at some stage, but that's not particularly uncommon for a 
uh, a, a young boy growing up in, in England, but I never felt like I, I had the capability or the talent to be able to do it. And actually, I think one of the reasons why I didn't really know what I wanted to do is because not only did I not have that belief in being a professional footballer, I didn't really have the belief in myself to be able to do anything. So I just thought I was going to do something mediocre, work in an office. Um, but yeah, it just didn't really have a clue. So I remember going to university and I picked economics to do at, uh, at a degree level because I thought it was... I thought it was the safe option. I thought it would give me the most amount of options going forward um, to to do something. And I thought, well, I'll do economics because it's the safe option. And then I'll figure out what I want to do at the end of it. But by the end of uni, I still didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I just ended up getting on a graduate scheme with a big organisation and stayed there for the next... Oh, it's about 15 years that I then worked for that organisation, which was a, a big utility company um, in the UK. And what that taught me was, one, that I, I'm not really designed to work in an office or the corporate lifestyle for my career. I just didn't like the... I just didn't like the lifestyle that came with it. I didn't like um, working for other people i did and i wanted something where i had more autonomy and more creativity in what i did um but what it did give me was the opportunity to do lots of different jobs within the organization so while i was there i worked in finance in procurement um in project management in construction i basically did everything that i could but neither of those none of those positions really fulfilled me and that's when I came to the conclusion uh, when I was about 30, uh, I had like a bit of a, a midlife crisis that this career path that I was on wasn't the right one for me and, and I wanted to do something different. But even though I'd made that decision, I still didn't know what it was that I actually wanted to do. So I, I decided at that point to just try lots of different things so i i did lots of traveling which is such a cliched thing to do with like a, a mini midlife crisis and when i was trying to um trying to look into myself but it was it, it was definitely a good experience so i went traveling around south america vietnam uh, went to America as well uh, and that was definitely a, a great experience and, and helped me to just have time to to, to think and explore different options. Um, I then came back from all of that traveling and just tried doing quite a few different things so I I did some stand-up comedy, which I was awful at so I didn't pursue that any further. I gave myself um, a bit of a a makeover um, in terms of my my look and my style. Um, I started going out more, being more social, and I actually had some some coaching to help improve my my confidence, which was part of that that makeover. So it wasn't just a makeover about my external image; it was also a makeover of my internal confidence and self belief, and that then 
made me actually want to become a life coach myself because I had some some coaching. So I decided that I wanted to be a life coach. I wanted to help other people to go through this sort of transformation um, themselves. And I originally set up a business which was called Genuine Confidence. So I set it up as a business. I got someone to make me a website. And then my plan was to uh, make videos, put them on YouTube, give out free content, then um, that would attract clients in that way. So during that process, I then had to go out and buy myself a camera and I had to figure out how to use it. And I, I really enjoyed the, the process of making videos, being on camera, um, and that's actually been very helpful for the sort of things that I'm doing now, like this, being able to present on camera, being able to present podcasts. I think a lot of that has come from that experience of, of making videos myself for my own business. But what I found was um, it was very difficult to get clients as a life coach because there's loads of life coaches out there and it just felt like a really saturated market. But at the, at the same time, um, some, of my, some of my friends who knew that I was starting to make videos asked me if I could help do some filming for them, for their businesses. Um, and at the time I thought, yeah, okay, yeah, why not? Um, it, seems like, it seems like fun. I wasn't charging anything for it. I was just doing it to, to help them out. So I actually started filming some events for this public speaking uh, coaching company. And I filmed a, a couple of their events. They were quite happy with what I'd done. And then they asked me to do it on a regular basis. And that was really the starting point of how this new journey of where I am now really begun. Because at the time, I didn't realise that it was going to turn into a career. It was just something that happened. Um, because I started doing this filming for this uh, public speaking company and then a lot of the, the people that were coming onto those training courses that they were putting on saw me filming, I spoke to them afterwards and uh, I got quite a few people asking me to make videos for them and their business and then they were offering to pay me and that's really where it all started. So in a way, it kind of started by accident but it also started because I was experimenting and trying new things and that's definitely one of the uh, the key learning points for me of how I got to where I am now is not being afraid to just try different things um, and if there's anyone out there who isn't sure about what you want to do then just try anything and everything until you find something that you um, that you really connect with. So after I got those initial few um, paid bits of work coming in, I then used the money from that to invest in all of this equipment that I now have, from the, the cameras and the lights and the microphones and, and everything that goes with it. I was working full-time in that corporate job that I was in um, for 
like two or three years while I was building up my experience. I was building up the uh, equipment that I had and building up the um, the portfolio of work that, that I was doing. And I also think that that was a very important step that I didn't just decide, right, I'm going to be a video producer and jump into it. I, um, I took it slowly and did it one step at a time and did it in the lowest risk way possible by continuing to work in my normal day job while then building up my business on a part-time basis. Because then when the time did come to, to give up my job, then I had the confidence with the experience that I'd had and all of the equipment and everything else uh, to be able to do it. So I ended up making that move into being a full-time filmmaker and a full-time freelancer in November 2019, which in hindsight was a terrible time to become a full-time freelancer because, as you probably know, that was about three months before the pandemic hit. Um, and what I did when, when I left my full-time job was I, I thought, I've been working really hard for the last 15 years in this job that I don't really like, so I'm going to have a couple of months off because I've got loads of time to get this business going. I don't, I don't need to get started with it straight away, so I'm going to have a couple of months off and I'm going to go on holiday to a few places. So I went uh, surfing in, um, in Portugal, I went to Alicante and I went surfing in, in Gran Canaria as well, which was a fantastic experience. But had I known what was going to happen, then I probably wouldn't have done those things. Or maybe I wouldn't have left my normal job when I did. But no, I think I, I left my normal job at, at the right time because there never is a perfect time to leave your full-time job. Um, I, I left at the time because I got offered redundancy. I did get a little bit of money from the time that I'd worked there, which was useful. Um, so I, I don't regret leaving my position at all. And that step is, is massive. It's something that a lot of people don't have the, the courage to do. So actually, I, I feel quite proud of uh, making that leap into the unknown, uh, breaking away from the, the safety of having a regular paycheck coming in every month. And yeah, just, just trying to follow my dream of doing something that I enjoy because I do, I, I really strongly believe that we can make a living doing anything at all. So whatever it is that you enjoy doing, then there's a, there's a way to make a, a living out of it. Um, it's just about figuring out what that thing is that you love and how you can make a, a living out of it. Um, so now I'm going to talk about where, where I am now with my career. So I've already talked about how uh, I decided that I didn't want to be doing my old job. I've talked about how I actually ended up leaving that job. But now there's been 
So it's November 2019, and we're now in May 2021. So that's about 18 months uh, that I have been out of the security blanket from that uh, corporate job. Um, one good piece of news is I haven't run out of money yet, which I'm quite amazed about. Um, and I have been trying to build my business during possibly the worst period of time of like my generation. Um, and I've got to be honest, it's been a really, really, really tough 18 months because there's been a large period of time where I haven't actually earned anything at all and I didn't know when my next paycheck was going to come from. And initially when the pandemic hit, we all thought, oh, it's going to be over in a few months, it'll be fine. Uh, but it's just gone on and on and on. So what I decided after a few months is that I've got to find something, I've got to find some way of bringing in uh, some money. So I, I actually took a job initially working at Amazon in one of their warehouses, which I've got to say is probably the worst job that I've ever done. It was, it was horrible because I was working for like 10 hours a day, pushing a trolley around a warehouse, uh, picking items off the shelf, scanning it, putting it in the trolley, um, which was pretty monotonous. But I, uh, I can't remember what it was now, but I calculated how far I, I walked in a single shift. And I think it was about half a marathon. I think it was about 13 miles a day that I was walking, which is just crazy. I mean, to do that one day is fine, but to do that then four days in a row. Uh, so <laughs> I, I managed to last four whole days doing that job because um, I've got poorly hips and they they couldn't they couldn't withstand all of the war, war, uh, war, working no working was fine the walking wasn't good so then I I decided that I needed to try and branch out and try and get work from from other places so I actually managed I got in touch with um, someone who I've worked with previously on uh, photography and video work who is a, a guy called Christian from KitLab and Christian uh, very generously gave me a, a job to work with him for a few days a week um, and that was doing some copywriting work initially uh, and also some digital marketing and, and some sales which that was a really important uh, part of coming back out of the, the hole that I was in because um, I was doing regular work um, and feeling like I was contributing to something, but also getting paid at the end of it as well, which was very important from my financial point of view. Uh, then a, a couple of months after that, I then got another regular client uh, with some other uh, work, which is including video work and uh, photography work. Uh, and I've now got a few other clients in there as well. So from the, the depths of despair about six months ago, I now feel like I'm in a much better place uh, and I'm actually I'm inundated with work. So I'm pretty much working seven days a week at the moment. And that's, that's where I am. So I'm, I'm now doing a variety of different work 
it's not just video, which is what I set out to do because I'm doing video work, I'm doing photography, I'm doing digital marketing stuff, I'm doing copywriting. I've also started doing a course to teach English online um, because I feel like that could be a potential good way of earning money in the future if ever anything dries up. So my, my real learning point over the last 18 months is when when the going gets tough um you've just got to keep going and keep having faith that something will turn up and something will happen and keep on knocking on doors because eventually if you knock on enough doors then opportunities will present themselves and and things will happen and something else that i've learned is that it's good to have a diverse portfolio of skills and things that we can do, especially as a, as a freelancer. So going forward, I'm not only going to be doing video producing, I'm going to continue uh, doing work for, for KitLab and doing work for the other freelance clients and keeping a, uh, a variety of different work. Because not only does that mean that I have a variety of things going on in my life, but it also means that in the future, if ever uh, situations like th like this happen again, then I'm not putting all of my eggs in one basket. Oh, and I'm also podcasting as well, which is good. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm really happy to be doing uh, this podcast and hopefully, well, and, and I'm sure that this is going to be something that's going to be a long-term thing going on in the future. And that's another a string to my bow of the things that, that I'm going to be doing. So that kind of covers where I am now. I'm now going to explain what my plans are for the future, which I've kind of already covered, that I do want to continue that variety of different work um, and having um, a few regular clients that I can, that I can work with. Uh, but my plan uh, in terms of my lifestyle and living arrangements are going to be quite drastically different soon. I'm in the process of selling my flat and I'm going to use the proceeds from that to buy a van and to convert it into a camper van, which I'm then going to spend traveling around the UK uh, doing video work and photography work and, and any other bits and pieces um, and also spend the winter in warmer climates in like Spain and Portugal because it's I, I feel like I want to just go and explore the world a little bit more rather than being stuck in one place and it also means that my uh, living expenses are going to be a lot lower while I'm I'm living in a van, but I just kind of feel like I want that adventure. But by being in a van, I can have that as my mobile office, so I can continue to work as I'm travelling around. Um, and then I'll do that for a couple of years, and then who knows after that. But my my dream for the future is to um, is to find somewhere in the UK to settle down uh, somewhere in beautiful nature so maybe somewhere in Scotland to to get a house to 
play lots of golf to do my video work and my photography work and, and any other things that I might be doing to keep on doing this podcast because this is absolutely a long-term thing and yeah to really enjoy my life and I feel like the experience that I've had over the last uh, it's really been the last 10 years because I'm actually turning 40 in I can't count the days it's about two weeks so actually this is quite a poignant point to be recording this podcast as a way of me self-reflecting on everything that's happened over the last 10 years because it was turning 30 that really made me look at my life and, and wonder if I was heading in the right direction and it's really taken these last 10 years to sort of figure out what it is that I do want to do and to make those changes to make it happen and I I don't want that time scale to put people off because I'm sure you can do it a lot quicker than uh, 10 years but I feel like the way that I've done it has been a nice slow gradual process so it's not been taking any unnecessary risks I have taken risks, um, obviously, like leaving my job. Uh, There's definitely been a lot of amazing times in there. And there's also been some really difficult times. And like I said, the last 12 or 18 months has been really tough. But I absolutely feel really strongly that this change that, that I've been making over this last decade has been the right thing. I'm not... I'm not there yet. I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I'm continuing to to head in that direction. And I think sometimes in life we it's it's important to have a destination, but we've also got to be flexible in how we get there because uh, sometimes like if we're sailing a boat somewhere, then the winds will change and the tides will change and we've got to be adaptable to that. But if we've got that that vision in our mind of what we want to achieve, then, um, then really we can achieve anything. Uh, so I think that kind of brings me to the end of my story uh, about who I am and where how who I am and how I got here and what my plans are so I think the the advice that I would give to people about what you can do if you want to do this yourself is first of all uh, have the belief in yourself that you can do anything like I've made this change at 30 there's loads of famous people who have made changes to their life in later life Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but if you search for people online, there's loads of people who have made uh, big career changes uh, and been able to do it successfully. I think some of the things that have definitely worked for me is um, experimenting, trying different things and and just trying to discover what it is that, that I actually like doing. Uh, doing it slowly so not jumping in head first but doing it part-time initially building up those skills uh, building up that experience and then taking the plunge the timing is never going to be completely right uh, but when we do make that decision and when we do make that change um, then we're kind of forced to adapt and we're forced to 
uh, motivate ourselves to to actually do it and that would be that would be the advice i would give so the final question is what is my tagline for this story and my tagline for this story is to do what you love that's it it's simple do what you love um because we spend so much of our we spend so much of our lives working we may as well do something that we enjoy and we could fail at doing a job that we don't like so we may as well fail at trying to do a job that we do like um, and like i said before i do believe that we can um that everyone has the ability to make a living from something that they enjoy whether that's podcasting photography video producing there's there's so many things out there and i think that life is too short to just sit in an office doing a job that you don't like waiting for friday to come around and then being bummed out that it's monday morning um, and another reason that I've called it Do What You Love is because one of the first books that I read in my journey was actually called Fuck It, Do What You Love by, and I've written this down, where is it, by John C. Parkin, uh, which is a really inspiring book about following your dreams. So if this has inspired you, go out there, read some books, get even more inspired, watch some videos on, on YouTube about people who have... Um, uh, done this themselves and that will help uh, move you in the right direction so that brings us to the end of this episode uh, i hope you've enjoyed it thanks for watching if you have enjoyed it then please do give us a thumbs up um, there's going to be loads more content like this coming out very soon we're going to be recording and publishing one episode every single week um, so there's going to be loads of really really great stories coming up uh, so if you do want to uh, stay in touch and get notified about them then uh, subscribe on whatever platform you're watching all of these podcasts are being done as video vodcasts no video podcasts vlogcasts i don't know what the proper word is so it's, they're going to be going onto youtube and then the audio versions of the podcasts will be going onto all of the major platforms including uh google podcasts apple podcasts um i can't think of what the other ones are but they're the two main ones so any platform that you're listening on you'll be able to find it um and also if there's anyone that you think might benefit from listening or watching this episode or might enjoy the, the the podcast with the other episodes that we've got coming up then please feel free to to share it on uh because really the the purpose of this podcast is to help inspire and motivate and share knowledge with other people um and i am personally really excited about being able to to help share those messages from myself in this episode but also from other people in the episodes to come so please join us for the next episode uh, we will be joined by a real life guest next time um, and i will see you next time